Hello and good day to all of you. Today, we are doing our follow-through episode on the Business of Life Masterclass podcast from our interview with Lauren Thomas Compton. If you did not get a chance to listen to her first episode, please do. I promise you will not be disappointed. Her original episode aired on October 4th, and the topic was Getting Things Done with Intention. Barb Zant here, media sales leader and founder of the Lifestyle brand and blog, The State Work Mom. Hi, everyone. It's Debbie Lundberg, performance coach with Presenting Powerfully. Debbie, wow, what an episode. Lauren takes inspirational to the next level, and she gave us the most ever options to implement. Pretty darn cool. And that also includes two books and an upcoming possible guest. So I was excited to get started on our tips and hopefully maybe meet her mom sometime soon. Yes. Now she's she's not ready yet. I did talk with, with her mom, but we'll work on it because she's she's wonderful and interesting and tremendously thoughtful. And it's probably no surprise that Lauren was so complimentary of her. And I can I can absolutely appreciate that. So hopefully we don't want to tease it out to our audience too much, but we I promise I will work on it. And I believe Lauren will as well. Perfect. That is possibly in our, our near future. So a couple things that I love right out of the gate. And, you know, it's not often, but I love that she said that it's okay not to be a morning person. Uh, now, Lauren still gets up at 545, and that is with intention and plan. But I love that. I'm not always a morning person, but I also get up at six. But the first thing she does is her area is dark and cozy. And the first thing I typically do is turn on everything and, you know, wait till the sun comes up. But I like it nice and bright. So the dark and cozy was interesting. I like it, but it doesn't energize me as much as the light does. It made me more cozy, which is perfect for the weekend. So I'm going to do that on my weekends because it did make me smile and I loved it. I think you'll be having uh, coffee at the lake after Michael Blasco's after your cozy and the warmth and you might have something around a fire after Lisa Demi's. I see you making these changes on the weekend. So I did implement the darkness in the morning. Now I go either to run or to Orange Theory. So my attempting to use the darkness was a little bit comical because I do my grin and grat, which was something that Lauren talked about being grateful immediately. So I'm doing that and thinking I'm not going to turn on the light when I go in to turn off the alarm or if I get up right before the alarm to go turn that off. So I was only using a little bit of light from my mobile device to get ready because really all I'm doing is washing my face and brushing my teeth and putting on workout clothes. So I thought it might be a little bit simpler. And so it was nice not to have the shock of the light though. I, I totally agree with that. And perhaps if I got up a little bit earlier and took some time before going, but I've done it now for a few days and I'm able to do it. No stumbling, no broken toes or anything like that. And I could get used to it. And if I got up a little bit later, we do have a, 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 a not sunlight, is it a sunlight in, in our primary bathroom? So there would be a little bit of light coming through and there really still is even so I kept it all right with that that just now that 
put me back to some other tips that we had about getting your clothes ready the, the night before. Like Carrie Getz shared that, that she has them ready. And I still do that. Yeah, that's good. I've admitted that I don't. And so for it to work with Lauren's tip was having things ready. So it's it really struck me this time with so many terrific tips from Lauren, how many we could incorporate from other guests along with hers, how they're really starting to layer in and and play out to have changed our landscape, so to speak. So you think you'll keep that one in? will to see if it becomes a true habit because I can see where then there's no light for Michael or Daisy and that then when I go out into the house I'm navigating I look I, I really did wonder if it might not be good for my mental well-being to have to know where things are and have a little bit of more spatial awareness now I know that wasn't necessarily what Lauren was getting at but I couldn't help but wonder Will that it also made me, and this is way off topic, it made me think about my grandfather who had macular degeneration and had some of that that deterioration of what what is it like when you don't have the vision and how aware I was. So it did lead me down a path of remembering and thinking of things and certainly appreciating my eyesight. Yeah, it's almost like a Sudoku game in the morning. A Sudoku came in the morning. At my house, anyways, with how my boys leave things all over the place, for <laughs> sure. There was also uh, two books. And so the one I downloaded was Lincoln on Leadership. I think you said you had read that a long time ago, but you had read that. So that's on my uh, audio to read. Yes. Most things that related to Lincoln, I read or listened to. And there was so much from a popularity perspective, but there, there's a lot of solid considerations. There's a lot of people interactions. And what I dare say is some emotional intelligence before we called it that in, in that book. So there's some really good as like not aspects, but thoughts about it or considerations. So agreed. It's a terrific book and I hadn't thought about it in a while. I'm looking forward to that one, especially emotional intelligence is um, always a, a work in progress. And then there was another author that she mentioned, and that was when she talked about her mom. And there was, I, I bought one of the books for Christopher, and it was Bob Moad, M-O-A-W-A-D. She did spell it for me, and I'll have that in our notes. But the one I bought, Your uh, Nature's Greatest Miracle, there was one, You've Got What It Takes. So I love the, just the messaging in that. I've gotten Christopher reading and appreciating those books. So I got one of those for us to work on together. Like she said, she did with her mom. She was a younger age, but Christopher is already used to those. So I thought, you know, he would like a couple of those. So I definitely added that to our bookcase for sure. There's some rich history there about the the power of, it's not simply positivity. It is it's assisting with people's self-esteem. And I mean, I know self-esteem is your own. It's also the way that they're looking at themselves and viewing themselves. And it's tremendously empowering for somebody to feel good in their own skin. And the younger someone can start, certainly the better. And that's what Lauren was talking about with her mother doing that. And, and really that being such a foundation for her. Yeah. And she also, she talked about, and so this was something you mentioned that she was the first guest that talked about investing. Yes. And so, and that was like the, the kindness to ourselves 
And so mm-hmm. I love ourselves by investing now. And so obviously I do all of, not obviously, but, you know, I have all of the, the things set with, you know, my 401ks and all, and all of those, my savings and all of our financials. But I just looked at a couple more automatics, like possibly that I could just set up for future trips and anything that I can fine tune for some of those stocks that like I play in a little bit. So, you know, I want to make sure once a week now, Money Monday, I've done that before, but I'm looking at some of my automatics and how I can fine tune that and even make it better. I checked in to see if my simple or if there was a different way to do it that would be more more that I could put in. So she did. She inspired us both to take a look at it and making sure the catch-ups were right. And we found out from looking into, you know, there's health savings and then there's like the FSAs, the one that we have, we can carry over. So to not use that now and to carry that forward for retirement, you can stockpile it. So yes, absolutely. That conversation sparked asking all of those questions. A couple of them had been on my mind. And admittedly, I hadn't prioritized them until Lauren started talking about it. Now, you and I agree, though, we max out, max out, max out anything we can and certainly hope that our listeners do, especially those of you who have the opportunity for a 401k or a match or anything that that goes along with that. Or if you're at a certain age and there's a catch up, make sure you're doing it. I just really I wasn't surprised that Lauren mentioned it. I was surprised when she mentioned it, that it dawned on me that no one else had said it. And we'd had other people who are involved in insurance and finance and different things, and it's no slight on them. It was such a welcomed new comment. That's all. It was, it was like, oh my gosh, something brand, brand new, even though every single guest gives us terrific ideas and some that work well for us and others that work great for others. But that one. Simple, straight to the point, very useful. Yes, and the online savings, because there's more interest in those. So I looked at an automatic for um, that, just to try it and do something different. And then at, you know, probably about five years ago at our job, they started automatically enrolling people in the 401k. So I wish they would have done that. Um, I was probably like 27 or 28 before I started that. I wish that it would have been automatic. So you actually have to opt out if you don't want to be in the 401k. And I, I love uh that part of it. Yeah, that's true. Now, when I started at General Motors, I immediately started with the retirement. And many people know who are listening, and I know you know, Barb, I realized that retirement at 34. And that it wasn't a battle, don't get me wrong. It was just not, it wasn't, wasn't only not common, it was truly uncommon. And it took some phone calls back and forth with our financial advisor, lawyer, everybody and General Motors. And I loved working at General Motors. It had nothing to do with anything other than wanting to have control of it myself for the future, because I'm sure Fidelity does a great job. They happen to be the the stewards of the money. It was more, let me have it now. So I was so glad that I paid in and something that was really cool that General Motors did for me is my internship time. I was an intern twice. When I came on full time, they utilized that back date and made my service date back to that. And so I was able to put in so much. And, and to your point, it was surprising what I had at only, you know, in my early 30s, what I had in there already. So launch your business. Right. It did. It, it allowed for that. And 
and then rolling that money over. And, and Michael reminds me, he says, you know, I know you say that and you're right. I do say it. He said, we didn't get the money like immediately to do that. We sold a property. And he reminds me that. But what it did is it gave us the financial footing that we knew was coming. So he's technically right. So we happened to sell a property in North Carolina and get in that process. But by the time the funds came through, we got the money from the property first. So listen, I'm glad we made that investment. I'm glad we we did all of those things. So yes, I'm 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 tweaking the story because he reminded me that that was a little bit different. And you know, sometimes you tell the story so long because that was the plan. And then when everything was coming together, it's like, well, would it be good to sell this property too? The timing was great. And that money happened to come through first. So I can stand or sit corrected. <laughs> well, and lastly, before we close this out, I signed up Christopher and myself for a something to do in the community. So we're going to help with Best Buddies sailing event at the, the Yacht Club. We're going to do that together because that's another thing Lauren talked about from at a very young age of just you know, her mom doing so much with women in the community. And so I want to make sure that I'm doing the same um, with Christopher as well. No, that's terrific. And interestingly enough, I got to see her today with with a, a another colleague who we'll probably want to ask to have on the show. And we were talking about our involvement in the American Heart Association and the Circle of Red, and the three of us are involved in that. So Lauren certainly walks that talk because we were talking about an event we were going to this month. So when this airs, it'll be right about that time that all of us will be there. I might even wear this red jumpsuit. Who knows? <laughs> well, it is beautiful. You should. So as <laughs> we um, close this out, please know listeners that you can stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook at the Business of Life Masterclass. Me on Instagram at the Stay at Work Mom. And Debbie Lumberg is Debbie Lumberg most everywhere. She's Debbie Lumberg Coach on TikTok. So if you like what you heard, please rate us five stars. And we are committed to providing you with five-star guests and inspiration. So stay tuned and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Business Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do. Thank you. Thank you.